0: This is Taking Back the Reins podcast. I'm Dina Shale. In this show, you'll learn how to recover and thrive by working with horses through trauma-informed, equine-facilitated learning, because it's time for you to take back the reins. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about how horses use the four trauma responses. And so, for those of you that have not heard before, there are four trauma responses. There is fight, flight, freeze, and the lesser known one is called form, which I will explain about a little bit later on. So, Horses respond to danger in the same way we do by either going into fight, flight, or freeze. So horses live in the wild in their herds, and in their herds there is the sensory members of the herd that are always looking out for danger, and within that family group, each one of those members of the herd will all have their job to do. And usually there is one stallion that will run with the mares. So usually it's a pack full of mares with their babies and there is normally one stallion that will run with the mares and will be the father of those foals. And horses usually use the flight response to run away from danger. So obviously in the wild they're a prey animal And, you know, when we talk to people in our programs, we talk to them about a prey animal. So, you know, maybe even the first thing that I need to tell you is exactly what is a prey animal. You know, I have to explain it quite a lot to people because we've forgotten in nature what a prey animal is. And so a prey animal is something that is eaten by another animal. So horses are eaten by the sable-toothed tiger. They are eaten by the bears. And so are the likes of the, the deers in the wild, etc. So horses are a prey animal in the wild. They are hunted. And this comes the same as other animals like the deer as well. And so a prey animal is something that needs to be very aware of its surroundings and very in tune with nature because they only need to get it wrong once and they're going to be eaten by the bear for their dinner. And so horses need to be able to take flight if they need to find safety. So for instance, horses can hear for miles and miles and miles. They've got much more in tune hearing than we have and their sight is much better. They've got that peripheral vision all the way around them. And so therefore that makes them more aware of any danger that happens around them. So they can hear things behind them, they turn their ears, they can turn them to the side, they can turn them to the front, and they also have a heightened sense of smell as well. So they are so in tune with nature and they can sense whether a saber-toothed tiger has eaten or the bear has eaten and whether they're going to be dangerous to them. So the horse's response to the saber-toothed tiger coming across the fields would be, we need to flight. We need to be able to go very quickly across to safety, whether that be across fields, over rivers, whatever that may be. They need to find safety and they would take their whole herd. The sensory member of the herd would prick their ears up. It would sense, they would smell, they would be in tune and they would do their body scanning to be able to sense if they were in danger their first response would be to flight. They would run away from the saber-toothed tiger to find safety. However, if another stallion or another group of young males were to come across the fields, the way that they would respond to it would be fight. So a stallion will not give up his mares And obviously, in our herds, we do have not stallions now because we have them gelded because their testosterone is too much and they become too dominant um, if we have stallions. So, you know, when we domesticate horses, we geld them. But we've particularly got one horse that is absolutely amazing to handle, amazing to work with. But when his instincts kick in and we bring another male into the yard, his Stallion instincts reconnect. And, you know, I've known him take all of the fencing down in the middle of the night to get to the mares in the next field and he herds them to safety. And so, if there's another stallion that approaches the mares and there is a stallion protecting that herd, that stallion will go into fight. And it's really interesting to see how their natural instincts to protect their family really kicks in and how strong that is. And even when these animals are domesticated, they still have that instinct to be able to protect their family. So in humans, obviously, we use the fight and flight response, which is part of the sympathetic nervous system. And we use something in our work called the emotion scale that teaches people how to map where they are on that scale and how far up they are on that scale before they get to the fight and flight element of the scale. And when our system is heightened and the cortisol is kicking in and we go into the fight element of the trauma response, what happens is we can feel the emotion of anger and this can be intensified into rage as well at times. And of course, the brain's job is to keep you safe and move you away from danger. When your body feels anxious, your heart rate will start to raise and you will also start to feel the blood pumping around your body. And also, obviously, you know, as you go um, through the sympathetic nervous system, you start to change your breathing and also you can start to feel quite hot as well in this um, trauma response. Sometimes when we're talking about these four trauma responses, They can also be called a trigger or a stress response, and it's the biology of how we're made. At the end of the day, this is a primary response. This is not something that we've learned, and this is the same as the animals that we're working with. When we're working with animals, they have that instinct, that primary response to danger and how they react to it. And that is exactly the same as us. And obviously, you know, we get asked quite a lot and people say to us, I don't get this thing with horses. Well, you know, what we're teaching people is, is this primary response to danger and how your body deals with stress and anxiety. And of course, animals are made the same way as us. Or, you know, there's a little bit of a difference, but. You know, in Peter Levine's world, he talks very much about animals and the way that we are made. And so therefore, we use animals in the work that we teach, the trauma work that we teach, because we're actually teaching you to reconnect with your instincts, understand trauma and the trauma responses and how to manage them. And so the first two elements of the trauma response is the fight and the flight, which is the sympathetic uh, part of the nervous system. And then we move along to the freeze element. And freeze is something that we experience with one of our rescues that came into us, Mia. She was left in a gateway by humans. And we went and and collected her out of the gateway. And obviously, this poor mare has been let down by humans in the same way that humans let humans down. Horses are let down by humans as well. And this is how, you know, we really find the connection between working with animals and people who've been through trauma really, really makes that beautiful collaboration of work because... Horses have been let down by humans and they've been traumatized and they use their trauma responses in the same way we do. And the freeze response is something that we saw with Mia. So when she first came in, she was completely disconnected and she was almost ready to die because she was the worst case that I've ever seen, where she came in infested in lice and she was emaciated and she'd not been given water. You know, she was literally hat rack. She was just skin and bone. And, you know, we brought her in and we started to feed her and you'd think that she'd start to put weight on quite quickly, but she didn't. And it took us around nine months before we started to get her body to reconnect with her brain and realize that she wasn't going to die. And so she was here in like a functional freeze in a way, uh, very similar to the way that we are when we're not happy in our own lives. You know, We can go into a functional freeze where you just get on with it and you just do what you have to do. And with Mia, she would show us this freeze element where she would stand absolutely still because she just knew that She was completely disconnected from her body and, you know, it took her a little while to realize that she was going to survive and that she was going to make this beautiful therapy pony, which obviously we use her, you know, daily really. In the work that we teach, and over that nine months of rehabilitation, you know we saw her start to come out of herself and start to become more curious. And we always know that when when we turn in a horse around, because they become curious and more open to learning. And this is the same with people, and especially children. You know when they've had that. Overwhelm in their nervous system, they completely shut right down, and that's what she did here. You know, she was let down by humans, and she was in a protection mode. And the fourth trauma response is the people pleasing element, and very often we see this in you know narcissistical relationships or domestic abuse relationships where we fawn to appease the abuser, and. This is something that I think Mia experienced with her previous owners as well. And we noticed that when she came in, she would stand deadly still when we tied her up and we could do anything to her. We had a lot to do to her to get her looking less scraggy and flea infested. And she would absolutely just go into this freeze response and the fawn of, I will just do what I need to do to survive. Fortunately, she did make a full recovery, even though I was only given a 50-50 chance by the vet at that time. And she is one of the most beautiful therapy ponies that we use in our programs. And her gift to us is that she teaches us the power of now. So we use her in one of our sessions to teach people about being grounded. And I usually... um send new members of staff out to see if they can catch Mia. Because if they can't catch Mia, I know they're not the right people to have in the business. Because Mia will only let you catch her when you are grounded and you're in the moment. And in the lessons that we teach in the program, she is one of the most amazing courses. And I remember doing some training with my new members of staff last year and the girl said, oh my God, that is absolutely amazing. And this is something that she taught us. And we proudly show that lesson off within our programs now about the value of being grounded and what Mia teaches us and brings to us as a therapy pony now. And she is the most patient, happy soul. She's curious and she's been with us probably getting on for four years now. And, um, obviously, um, I'm a feeder, not a starver. So she looks totally beautiful now with her beautiful long mane and her forelock. And obviously she's got quite a bit of weight on her. So, you know, really this it was all about you learning about the four elements of the trauma response, the fight, the flight, the freeze, and the fawn. And there is a fifth one as well, but we'll cover that one in a different episode And um, again, that's one that the animals use as well. So if any of this resonates with you, please get in touch with me. And if this will help somebody that you know, even if it's just one person, please share this podcast and help somebody. And then I will know that I've done my job today in helping somebody take back the reins. Thank you for listening to Taking Back the Reins with me, Dina Shale. I'd love for you to find out more about how you can recover with horses. Come and join my free Facebook group, Highway to Healing.